and welcome to Your Sparkly Brand. We are here to inspire and empower female entrepreneurs just like you. This podcast is all about delivering no fluff, high value content that helps you to grow your business. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out and you're still DIYing everything on your own. We're giving you the tips, tools, and strategies that you need to build a sparkly empire. I'm Megan Gersh, your resident brand designer and web designer, and I'm here with my co-host and copywriting queen, Lauren Tassie. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? Hey, Meg, how are you? I'm doing well, hanging in there. What's going on? I don't want to jump too far ahead into our talk for today, but let me share my sparkly moment with you. Absolutely. Yeah. What's going on? Um, So like I had it literally as it was happening, I was like, oh, this feels so good. This is my sparkly moment. And I feel like you don't get to experience this very often. I had an old client reach out to me. I'd worked with him like a year ago on a project and it was a really difficult project. It was just like every draft, like they were just like, no, this isn't what we want. And I was just, and like when he first reached out, I was like, no, not working with him again. No way. But I, you know, ultimately got on a call and it turns out one, the project is for a completely different brand. It was somebody else he was working with then. And two, he then said how over the past year I had been in his head about how I kept wanted to like wanting to be more bold with their copy. And that's not what they wanted to do. And he was like, you know, I kept thinking about it and you were right. And that was all the notes we kept getting from people. So hearing you were right a year later is, was my sparkly moment this week. That's so awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's not like a gloat kind of way, but it was just like, so rarely do you get to hear that we're like, okay, yes, yes. I'm fighting the good fight here sometimes with the clients. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that so much. Yeah. What about you? So I have been working ongoing with a coaching client and we're actually moving forward. He wants to do additional work together. And so my sparkly moment this week is just, uh, we're going to be working on a custom branding project for him. So just got him onboarded for that this week and super excited to kind of see that project through. Awesome. That is great. So let's get into what we're going to talk about today. And we are talking about the different seasons in business. And I will be totally honest with you. I am like struggling a little bit with this right now myself. So even since I like wrote this outline two days ago and like where I'm at today, It just, you know, it's just constantly a thing. So this is like, again, something that I, you know, I feel like this is always like the mindset stuff. We're always like kind of dealing with the challenges in our, our own life, but this is definitely one of the hardest parts of being an entrepreneur is the ebb and flow of business, right? It's like always ups and downs. It's feast or famine. It's rich or poor, you know, all of those things that you're sort of fighting against, but instead of fighting against them, embracing them, embracing the slow time that will help you avoid burnout and help and get rid of that sort of unnecessary stress. Literally saying this to myself right now. So planning ahead financially is a big part of it. It'll help you prepare for when times are leaner and when you realize that it's a good time to schedule a vacation, right? When you sort of go, okay, well, things are probably going to slow down coming up here. Maybe we should get some time off scheduled on the books. So we've got lots of farming and planting metaphors for you in this episode and let's get into it. So one thing that it is important to remember when we're talking about the seasons of our business is that they don't last for a specific amount of time. So, you know, one season of your business might last for three months. Another one might last for six months. It's just that ebb and flow, like you were saying, of the the different seasons. And so it really takes some endurance and some planning to really weather that storm. You can spend months or years kind of ramping up your marketing and planting those seeds before you start to see the payoff. I can tell you from experience that I have lived this in the beginning of my business. Like I, I talk about this on my socials occasionally, where in the beginning of my business, I was doing everything under the sun that I could figure out to do to get my name out there, to 
plant those seeds, to network with people. And it just honestly takes time. And like I was saying, like endurance of like, just realizing that a lot of people are going to tell you, no, a lot of, you know, seeds that you're planting right now might not grow into something for your business for a few years down the road. And another thing to note too, is as a female entrepreneur, it's super important to also consider planning things around your monthly cycle. So we actually did a full episode on this. If you want to go back and check it out, it's episode 17. And we chatted with Renee Fick about how your monthly cycle can impact your business and your productivity. So highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. Yeah. It's just, there's so many cycles in business and we had, like taking into account all of them, I think is super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So our first metaphorical season in business is spring, right? It's where everything starts. Hopefully you are feeling refreshed from taking things slow during your winter season. You know, this is when, you know, maybe you did back off client work or you, you know, orders are slow because your product isn't selling as much right now, but you have spring is all about new ideas and fresh energy. It's getting excited about maybe taking your business in a new direction or a new idea for a new product or a new service or something like that. It's all about development and creativity. So enjoy that. Like I love being in that process where I'm just like, oh my God, yes, idea, 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 let's do it. But it's also really hard to sustain that 100% of the time. And the other part is that you need to then move forward and take action on things because just having a million ideas isn't a business, <laughs> unfortunately. So another thing that's really important to keep in mind when you're in the spring season is the big overall why behind your business. Why are you doing this? What do you want your life to look like? You know, instead of all these ideas or, you know, I, I have, you know, 300 products, maybe you only need 10 products, just keeping in mind your overall vision and your goals. So you don't get too caught up in your exciting new energy. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's my favorite season of business. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely like an ideas type person. Like when it comes to like, you know, formulating all of these new things that you can integrate into your business. And like the hard part is figuring out which ones you want to take action on because, you know, you can have ideas all day long, but ultimately when it comes down to it, you need to take action in order to make things happen. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, that's what takes you from being sort of like, <laughs> Like a hobbyist or maybe just like uh, I'm dabbling here. I'm a freelancer to having a business is being able to come up with great ideas, but then put them into action. Exactly. So that is a nice little segue into the next season, which is the summer season of your business where you are watering and nurturing those seeds that you have planted. So this is a season where you are bringing those ideas to life. You are creating prototypes and starting to market your new products and services. It's a very, very exciting time in your business. Basically, you're taking those services and products to market to see what people think. Are people buying? Are they not buying? Are you getting feedback? It's a great opportunity to talk to your audience and see what they think of these new ideas. Because ultimately, this is going to help you to best figure out how you can best serve your customers. You might also start to feel a little bit frustrated in this season because this is the time where you're putting so much work into your business and you might not be seeing the return that you want to yet. But ultimately, again, it's just an endurance game you need to just hang in there and just trust that your payoff is coming. So this is exactly where I'm stuck at right now in my business is I have had in the past two or three weeks, I've had so many calls with new clients, all projects I'm excited about. I have tons of proposals out there and it's just sort of waiting for something to start. The amount I've actually, I've never had this before. I've had people be like, yes, let's do this. I want to get started. I'm like, okay, great. Here's the contract sign, you know, here's the next steps. And then like, it's been like two days and I haven't heard anything. And I'm just like, let's go. 
let's go. I'm ready for the next season, but so I'm just going to continue to water my seeds and nurture them with sunlight. And hopefully we will be harvesting very soon. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but that has been like the, one of the hardest things to learn as an entrepreneur is just to release like the control from that situation. And like, just really trust that things are going to fall into place. And like, I have found that the more that I do that, the more that I kind of like surrender to that, the easier things become. And it's like the hardest thing to kind of wrap your brain around. But every time you recognize yourself kind of latching onto something, or you kind of like, you know, creating expectations around something or someone just noticing that and being like, Hey, like, it's just that mental stop of like, Hey, it's going to be okay. We just need to like, you know, focus on something else right now. Thank you. I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) It'll work out. Trust. Uh, All right. So let's move on to our next season, which would be fall. And this is it, right? This is the harvest. This is your busy season. You're fulfilling orders. You're delivering client work. You're making money. It can be tempting to pull back on your marketing efforts. Then this, I am so guilty of doing this. When I get busy, I like the first thing that goes is like new client finding strategies. So don't do that. Be better than me and make sure like your marketing is a habit, at least some like baseline, you know, stuff that you do every day or every week, or just keep going. Even when you get busy with the client stuff or, you know, fulfilling orders. The other thing to keep in mind is that money is flowing in now, but it might not always be flowing at the same rate. So if you can stash some somewhere in your, you know, your business account and your personal account, just so that way, when things do slow down a little bit, you don't have stress and you can just sort of lean into the season that you're in, in your business. Um, And the other thing is don't forget to celebrate your success. You know, we talk about that a lot on this podcast, but like when you get busy with the work, when you're, you know, when things are going well, sometimes it's easy to get kind of swept up in that momentum and not taking a step back and going, Hey, we did it. You know, those proposals got signed or, you know, whatever it is and taking just a moment to celebrate. Yeah. One thing I will say with the marketing too, because I I have talked to a lot of people that do struggle with that also. And like, this is where having solid systems and kind of like perhaps even a team in place to help you with those kinds of things can be super, super helpful because the more that you can focus as a CEO, like on the kind of money-making tasks and the kind of like the creative part of your business, the more that you can hand off those kind of like day-to-day type things to somebody else, or you can have a system in place where you are auto posting or, you know, responding to like, however you are uh, acquiring clients in your business so that both sides kind of just still keep running. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's the kind of thing we can do in our upcoming season. Exactly. So the next season is the winter season, which is a super important season in any business. This is the time that you need to be taking to rest in your business. If you can start to embrace the slow season instead of fighting it, you will be ready to start all over again once things start to pick up in your business. And this is a great time to also do some behind the scenes type work. So if you need to redo your website, or maybe there's an email sequence that you want to tighten up a little bit or create a new system for your business, these are prime hours to get some of those tasks done. So that way that your business will run a little bit smoother once you get back into that busy season. And the important thing to note here too, is that business is cyclical. So even if you're in a slow season of your business right now, just know that it's going to come back around and things will pick up again. The important thing is just to keep that momentum going. I feel like winter is definitely like the hardest. I mean, I don't know right now I'm stuck in summer. So, but winter is really hard mindset wise, you know, when things are like not happening and you you know, you're not like, I I don't have a ton of money coming in right now just because I'm waiting for all these things to happen, but to be at a place where you're not even like kind of excited or inspired by some new stuff going on in your business can be really hard. I've been there to me. It usually happens like in December. It does like tend to be around winter time. 
time, but like realizing that you can come out of it and that it will change. And just to try and like enjoy some downtime is really important then. So interesting to hear that because my quote unquote winter season is actually usually in summer. It hasn't been this year, but usually like my slowest season is in the summertime, like in the June, July months. So it really is like every single business is different. And like, I think this relates back to like the flow of the businesses that you work with. Like I work with like a lot of like creative businesses that do a lot of like promotions around the holidays. They get that renewed budget at the beginning of the year. And so like, those are my busy times most of the time. Yeah. You know what I think it is too, is my part of the job is done by December, right? If your emails aren't written, if your website copy isn't written for your, you know, Black Friday promotion too late, you know? (laughs) So that stuff gets done further ahead of time. But yeah, January, like the end of January, things definitely start coming back. People are ready to like get back to work at that point. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's what we have for today. Take some time to reflect on the seasons of business and think about like, where are you at right now? How can you prepare for what's up ahead? You know, embracing the ups and downs instead of fighting them is the key to a fulfilling and successful life as an entrepreneur. So if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you left us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, stay sparkly.